welcome to Tiny Voice Talks. And this is sort of a, a conclusion, really, to season one. And I want to thank everyone that's actually tuned in and listened to the tiny voices that we've had throughout season one. We began season one, believe it or not, only in August. And so many of you have tuned in and listened to the voices who have been sharing. Season one began with Sharifa Lee, my magnificent friend who has such a powerful story, you know, to to tell. And she has joined me again and again throughout season one on Tiny Voice Talks Chatterbox. And that will continue when we go into season two. She will continue to chat to me about anything and everything. And then we moved on to Inequalities and Conversations That Matter with Sheb Khan. Sheb defines himself as a British Muslim and oh my goodness, what an episode. I found myself sitting there learning so much and also really being aghast at what he has been through and lived through. So if you haven't caught up with that one, do so. We then went on to the power of collaboration with Ben Brown. Ben is a passionate advocate about collaboration, ensuring that we as educationalists get the the very, very best from one another. And then we moved on to belief with Caitlin Brackett. Now, this episode, I've got to be honest, it made me cry. Caitlin, at the age of 17, lost her voice. She stopped talking to all intents and purposes. And now here she is, an NQT, finding her wings and flying. And her story is that of belief in her by others, especially one of her teachers. Um, And yes, I won't ruin it, but if you haven't listened to it, gosh, do catch up with it. Then I interviewed Matt Deshane. Matt Deshane is a phenomenal educator who talked all about authenticity and why it is so important to really discover your own values and then work within a place that supports those values. When your values align with the values of the place you work work within, all the better. I then went on to chat to Evo Hannon, a good friend who lives in Dubai, works in Dubai at the moment, and has really become a global educator. And he, you know, he set his mind to it. And do you know what? He achieved it. Then I moved on to John McGee. John McGee, who is all about kindness, the kindness coach. And for him, kindness really does matter. He talked to me about the challenges that he had in his early childhood and teenage years and how he he went on to become the kindness coach. I then chatted with Nick Owen and she now is the positive pixie and she had a Christmas jumper moment, that moment that all of us have probably had in our lives where we see a picture of ourselves and think, oh, is that is that really me? Have I really become that? Now, I don't know about you, but I've had those moments in my life where I've really had to question where I am and, and if it's where I want to continue going or actually if I want to take another path. And Nick phenomenally took another path and is venturing into, into new areas this year, which is wonderful. 
And then we did a tribute to Sir Ken Robertson. It was creativity and involved many, many voices sharing why creativity was so important to them. I then had had a great chat with teacher Paul or Paul Hume on becoming and how he became, well, the deputy head that he is now. And it was a great chat, actually, and it wasn't a straight road. And I think, you know, I, I learned so much about him, but also about the fact that we're continually becoming, we're continually redefining who we are. And then I chatted to Leslie Barrington. Leslie is a fantastic person who is absolutely all about the uniqueness of well of each and every person. She hasn't had a straight road either in her journey. But do you know what? She has created a series of books, Hatties and Friends, which are devoted to ensuring that diversity is celebrated in literature and that children will see disability not as something different, but as something that is just there and that every person is unique. Then I chatted to Naomi Toland, and I love chatting to Naomi because she also comes from Northern Ireland, and her accent always brings me right back home. And we talked about empathy and how important empathy is. Then I talked to Hazel and Maria. So, oh, they are just fabulous. And we talked about reimagining and how, well, you know, within creativity, we're continually reimagining things. Goodness me. And then I moved on to the lit- the literary scene, I would say. I've interviewed Richard O'Neill, who defines himself as a Romany person. He is an author a keen reader, a passionate advocate of storytelling within schools and ensuring that we give children a voice. And goodness me, I learned so much in that episode, um, which we entitled Heritage. Then I spoke to Maria Richards all about potential. Maria has always had immense potential. She just didn't necessarily realise it and she, until she discovered it each time. And what you'll hear in her episode is time and time and time again, she recognises and realises her potential. Then I went back to chatting with Sheb Khan and Caitlin Bracken. They had become great friends on Twitter due to the power of music. And together in episode 19, we talk music. Episode 20 was with someone that I hold in great esteem, which is Pi Corbett. Pi Corbett, I think, is a phenomenal educator who has inspired so many. And we talk all about storytelling. We talk about the things that matter to Pi. And you know what? I came away from the episode going, yes, yes, and yes again. Episode 21, I chatted to Vashti Hardy, my dear friend and author, all about identity and the importance not only of our identity, but the identities of characters in books. Episode 22, I spoke to Carl Poupe, who is the action hero teacher. And we talked about revolution. And actually, do you know what? Carl Poupe believes that there is a revolution going on right now 
in education. Then episode 23 was an exciting one. It was the first time I'd ever interviewed four people. I spoke to Teresa Kremen, Sonia Thompson, Ben Harris and Rich Charlesworth all about reading for pleasure, something that I'm utterly passionate about. But really, if I'm honest, I wanted more guidance on. Then the next one, I spoke to um, Yolandi Harrowell and we spoke about daring to lead and actually how Yolandi had gone from, well, basically being in school to suddenly now being an assistant head and actually being one of the co-founders of Mindful Equity UK. I, I realise I'm now reading these out of order, so just go with me because I'm basically flicking through the episodes on my podcast, um, on the, the Apple podcast thing. I don't know why it's done out of order, but you know what? I've never, I've never said that I'm perfect. I spoke to Simon Blower about resilience, which is episode 27. Simon is one of the co-founders of Pobble. And I'm often really interested in people that I assume on the face of it have had a very, very easy life. Simon hasn't. Simon has had some really, really tricky times. And actually, throughout it all, he has shown a resilience. He has not given up. He has gone on to the next thing. Just as Chris Harrison has in his um, episode 24, which was growth, he again is someone that despite anything and everything that he's come up against, he has not been sort of, he hasn't disappeared off. He has faced up to it. And then he's decided what he actually wants to do. And then we have Being Seen with Zeno Zinnanus Walker. Goodness me. Another episode that made me cry. Zena, as a child, wasn't seen. Zena, as an educator, ensures that every single person that she, you know, that she teaches and that she liaises with through education is absolutely seen. Then finally, we have Teaching Online Empathy with Caroline, who is the founder of Natterhub. And I learned so much from her about simple things like emojis and so on. I have loved interviewing everyone in series one, and I am so excited about what series two holds. I have already interviewed, believe it or not, five people for series two, and I am so unbelievably, oh, I can't wait. I genuinely can't wait for you all to hear hear them. They are phenomenal episodes and I'm not going to ruin it for you, but goodness me. Now, if you are sitting there and you're thinking, I've got a tiny voice, then remember your voice deserves to be heard. It really does. I have got people booked up until April, but do you know what? There are still loads of months for the rest of 2021. So if you feel that you have something that you want to be heard, if you feel that you've got a voice that needs people to listen to it, if you feel that you're sitting there going, goodness me, I'm pretty sure I could do a podcast with Toria, then I'm pretty sure that you will be able to. And I apologise for all the pings. That's sort of all my bits going off because I didn't mute anything. So I'm really, really sorry. One day I'll become quite professional at doing this. Anyway, as you can see, if you're sitting there a bit worried about, you know, being it not, you know, not being professional enough, don't worry. You're doing it with me. I've been pinging all over the place. And 
I, yeah, you are important. And I've been reading this book recently, and it's it's um, Find Your Why by Simon. Oh, goodness. Now, people go, Toria, you should know the surname by now, because I should know it. It's Simon. I think it's Simon. I'll tell you, I'm looking it up. It says, start with why. And it's start with why by, why did they never show you these things when you want them to? Seriously, why? Um, it says chapters. Um, it says Simon Sinek. That's it. So I'm reading the start with why, which is Simon Sinek. And it, it, it talks about what's your why. You should have a why, not a what. And I was thinking, well, what is my why? And I thought, why do I do what I'm doing? And I thought, do you know why? I do this because I believe that everyone's voice should be heard. No one should be silent. And all too often we sit there. Well, I don't know about you, but I used to sit there thinking, well, you know, I haven't got much to say. And if I do say it, people might argue with me and people might think I'm wrong. And now I think, do you know what? Everyone deserves to have their voice heard. Every single person deserves to actually put across what they think, whether it's right, whether it's wrong. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. That's my why. My why in life is to get people's voices heard, whether they are educators, whether the children in my class, you know, the children in my class, I think, wow, they are beginning to find their voices. And that's so important. So I wonder what your why is. And when you decide what your why is, get in touch with me because your why might be a good, re- a really good reason to have a chat with me on this podcast. And then we can talk about your why together. Anyway, I hope you have really, really enjoyed season one. If you have, please, please let me know. And I really hope that you go on to really enjoy season two. Thank you for listening. Bye.